0: Told him? It's just... It's just Spin being an idiot. We haven't even had sex yet, and you're going around bragging. Whoa, I told one friend that's not exactly going around. I thought this meant something to you. What are you talking about? This was supposed to be a private thing between us. Well, I only told Spinner because I was happy. (gasps) I bet you were. You conned me into thinking I wanted to have sex with you, and now... Wait, wait. I... I conned you into it? With that stupid lie of a song! That wasn't a lie! Wrong! You don't know how to say it, Craig, because you don't really love me! (music) Welcome to All About Degrassi, the show that, starting on May 23rd, is now Max. Max. Uh, so, okay, for those of you listening in the future, so or in a different country, <laughs> or in a different country, we are recording this when HBO Max is now Max. Um, so good job, good I, job, you guys. I'm not generally on social media these days. Was this a big day for gay boys named Max being like, "Hey, it's my big day"? <laughs> we have a friend named Max. I'm gonna see what he did that day. Do we have a friend? You have a friend. Who's Max? Do you not like Max? Seems like you don't like him. I don't. So let's keep going. Uh, We are here today to talk about Degrassi. Uh, Yes, we are. uh, So I am Evan Goodrich. I'm Nick Sahoya. And this is all about Degrassi. And today uh, we're talking about season three, episode six, Gangsta Gangsta, named after the song by N.W.A. Yes, N.W.A. I can't say that I know the discography of N.W.A. particularly well. I I don't think I could name a song by them if I <laughs> uh, had to. You can name Gangsta Gangsta. <laughs> I now. can. Um, but what I can think of is the um song Boys in the Hood, mm. where they say it was Gangsta Gangsta at the top of the list. Do you think that's referencing this song? It could be. Um, I know that gang. So I wasn't super familiar with the song, but I listened to it. Um, for. Before- while doing my notes for this episode. And I was like, oh, this sounds totally familiar. And I was like, oh, because so there's a, a genealogy here where N- Nicki Minaj's Barbie dreams. Okay. Is sampling yes. a biggie small song. I forget what it's called. Um, uh, Something dreams. Cause it's like, the she's biggie, playing on. biggie dreams <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> so maybe gangster dreams i don't know i forget it I might forget. be but i do know the i know the biggie song that you're yes writing. and yes. that biggie song is sampling this nwa song which i never realized i thought it was a, a biggie original mm-hmm. so there's a there's a, a genealogy here it's very a history um, so, this- and, and what a great time to be talking about, uh, the history of hip hop and the uh, very talented musicians who, uh, created that art form, uh, for this episode about this, uh, little white boy in a bandana. Slim Shady, <laughs> yeah. Sean Shady, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, oh, interesting. Can I say, um, I hated this piece of shit episode?
1: Uh,
0: you, you may. I didn't. You may. I thought it was noticeably bad. Because we were talking about we had kind of a hot streak and this was just like a crash back down to Canadian Earth definitely one of my least favorite episodes yet this' it's terrible well, I don't okay so I think there's like interesting things going on but we we'll, we'll sure. get we'll get into it. I don't but overall yes, I don't like this episode um, okay let, let's go from the top let's go from okay the top. so we open with Sean at home alone and he's trying to call Emma when his brother tracker, Comes home with a lady friend. A lady of the night. <laughs> name's Wendy. It's Wendy Williams. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Wendy Williams. It was a great cameo. She said, like, how you doing? Yeah, And Sean said, um, hello. Uh, that's very inappropriate. We're <laughs> <laughs> not age appropriate for uh, <laughs> my brother. And this is weird. <laughs> uh, and so we find out that Sean and Emma have been very distant since Snake's cancer diagnosis, basically, and because of the new baby. So yeah. Emma hasn't been Fuckin around baby. that much. The, yeah, fucking baby. Um, and I don't know. At this point, I was like thinking, well, maybe Sean, you shouldn't have blown off Emma when for shop class when she needed you all those times. What? To go chase down <laughs> to her To go find her, dad? her bio dad <laughs> yeah. and then to like go to her like inaugural club meeting. Well, and... speaking speaking of that episode, um, a Craig uh, B plotted episode. He's featured in that episode. Um, why we, we see Sean calling over and over Emma's house because he is rather politely asked to get the fuck out of the house so that Tracker can bang this lady yeah um and he keeps calling uh the the Nelson residence Emma's house I don't know you got you got some other friends why don't you call why don't you call JT why don't you call Craig yeah Craig's always there for everyone just go over to Joey's for a bit yeah, but... Joey's really understanding. I guess he's horny, too, so... Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay, so you had a very different reading uh, of this scene. He's like, oh, my brother's having sex. I must have No, sex. I mean, I just think, obviously, like, Emma offers a certain sort of solace for him, so sure. of course he's missing her. But, uh, I don't know. Again, I'm just like, maybe you shouldn't have blown her off her shop class all those times. Where would you be now had you not done that? Yes. Who can say? And later... The reason I bring up JT is, like, later in the episode, very in the very next scene, he stands up for Toby and says, this is my friend. So, so it's like, you okay. have a friend. I'm yeah. so annoyed. Let's talk, let's okay. go into it. So the next day is when we're properly introduced to Jay Hogarth, who... Made his debut in uh, Marco's two-part episode. Yeah, just dropping a slur. Just being a of homo- Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just dropping F slurs. Yeah. Um, but uh, now he's making his proper debut along with his girlfriend, Alex. Huge fan of Alex. Um, very mixed feelings about Jay. I think the actor is good.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think re- he's very good. I yeah. really
0: don't like the character. And I do feel like... Er- especially later on for the character, they try and make him more likable. I don't like Jay when he's likable. I like him like this being like a, a slime bag villain. Yeah. It's that be works bad. better yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think he's very like, he's very, he, I mean, he's a very charismatic sort of like high school bully. He's good. He's good at this. Um, but can we talk about this introduction? He pulls up with Alex. Alex and their friend Towers with a Z. I did not know that was his name. Towers. With a Z. Well, you're almost saying it like there's two Zs. You're really hitting that Z. Well, (laughs) it's just because it's like, there's a Z, so it's not an S. Towers would be with an S, but it's Towers. Do you think he's called Towers because he's tall? I guess. He's, that's he's pretty old. tall, right? He's, he's, he's tall. like 6'1". Yeah, he's, like, he's tall. <laughs> yeah. It's tall I don't know if he's like tall enough to be like, that's your thing, is being tall. Maybe he got nicknamed that before everyone went through puberty. And now I, they're just all kind of the same height. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just... I just feel like they needed a, something to use like a cool Z. You mm-hmm. know, that time. Extreme cool letters. Yes. Um. <laughs> so... Jay then tries to snatch Toby's copies of his school photo that he has on hand for wait, 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 wait. I want to talk about Oh, this oh, this the introduction. Parking. Oh, right. So they, that's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. He go. pulls up and the, the way we illustrate that Jay is such a rebel badass not that he's skipping school he is attending school and he's getting there on time but how he's a rebel is Uh he parks his car right in front of the school where he's gonna get a ticket as toby points out jt uh toby yeah he's like you're gonna get a ticket and he shrugs this off as though it's nothing and it's like i don't know i guess it would be cool to park illegally if you were going to like a concert Mm-hmm. You're going to school. Right. <laughs> Just yeah. don't go if you're that fucking hard. And his reaction is like, oh no, a ticket. And it's like, yeah, you have to pay those. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they'll like... fucking <laughs> impound your car if you don't pay them. <laughs> like, I don't know. It seems like a big deal. It seems like something you'd want to avoid. It's like, And it's like literally like right in, like on the school step. So it's like, yeah, they're going to notice. I it's... feel like being a badass is like, I'm going to avert the law. Not, I'm going to purposefully accumulate parking tickets. Right. <laughs> and then like, I guess fund the city through... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) my ticket payments (laughs) it's not that badass anyway thank you for bringing that up because I that passed me by but I was like yeah wait a second um okay let's let's get past the the first 20 seconds of the episode (laughs) okay so then Jay tries to snatch Toby's copies of his school photo which he has several, several copies of for some reason. It's like a fucking Kinsei photo. It's all blown out. And he's like, you put a little tiara on there. Yeah. He's like doing a very like cherubic like pose and his bubby apparently ordered like a ton of these. So, you know, which is fun. Like, why are you bringing them to school then? I don't know. know. It was 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 weird. weird. But, uh, so Jay tries to take them, but then Sean to the rescue, uh, he intervenes and he stands up for his friend, Toby, as he says, his words. Mm -hmm. Um, so then, later on in media immersions, Snake snaps at Sean about his bad grade because apparently Sean didn't use spell check for his. He got a D for assignment. spelling. Yeah, I you're feel just like, not trying. Well, I do think. Okay, so I'm trying to think back to like being in school and being graded, and it's like I feel like if you did enough spelling fuck up, like they would, because it's like it was like a at least in like an English class. I remember it was like it would like knock you down like a certain point. It was like three fourths of the point, like for spelling errors and like, just like a cute. So obviously like if you did turn something, it was just like completely like you're illiterate. Then, um, (laughs) I guess you would get a D, but it's like, that's a lot of spelling errors. It's a lot. It's wild. Um, so whatever, he gets a D and then Emma tells Sean that snake has started chemo recently. And so that's affected his mood and why he's being such a tight ass. Uh, but her mom also got him an Alienware laptop to cheer him up. Which is hideous. Hey, so, yeah. Let's start there. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, Alienware laptops are, like, known for being sort of, like, kind of, like, futuristic, like, hackery-looking, and they look like, I don't know, they look like insectoid almost. Like, they look like... Yes. Like, they look like what a... 12 year old boy thinks is really cool and like they look like the future should be they look like Master Chief's armor absolutely yes yes <laughs> if there's any halo players yes absolutely I mean like, you can just like smell the Doritos and Mountain Dew Looking at this thing. But also, isn't Alienware, like, very specifically for gaming? Like, I don't understand what Snake wants with this laptop. I guess he, he's a gamer. He's a PC gamer. I guess we did see him playing the snowboarding he game. Did. <laughs> elite snowboarding he or whatever. pretty good at it. Yeah. He, he was very competitive. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, he's going to crank up okay. elite snowboarding or whatever. He's, I can see him playing Sims. I was going to say he's playing a Sim on there. That's right. One of the Sims. A city. Playing, he's playing Civ 5. He's playing a... C- Archie would love civilization he would i bet he's playing a civ a civ or a civ Civ. um also important to know that this is um uh chekhov's laptop so we'll Mm -hmm. we'll we'll check back in with this yeah someone's gonna shoot this laptop later (laughs) (laughs) uh okay so sean insists on emma coming over to his place to make up for lost time and she agrees but later Sean sees Jay, Alex, and Towers smashing into a vending machine and stealing the candy inside like they're robbing a vault. Yes, Um, which is all <laughs> and I want to talk again. Jay is not a very good criminal. What is the yield on this heist? Right. OK, For, so $40 in, in corn chips. <laughs> so we, okay. So we think they're taking these to sell them, right? Like that's what the this is what this is. I, this is this is. What they're the, gonna flip them.
1: Yeah. Right. Where? To
0: students. I just think they're gonna eat them, <laughs> think, and they didn't want to pay. Really? You yeah. think that's it? They're gonna eat like a ton of snacks. What? Are they setting up a a little lemonade stand? How do you think they're gonna sell all these? <laughs> I I think there's like, hey, you know. You want to buy a sun chip? In a, in a yeah, like trench no yeah, exactly. Like, they like, want to buy a sun chip. I think that's um, really unlikely, Evan. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I feel I like... I mean, to be fair, it's Degrassi, so impossible weird things like that happen all the time. I mean, I just don't think they need that much snack, that, that many snacks. Well, they're, they're not stocking eating up. all. <laughs> For what? The winter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Canadian winter. Yeah. <laughs> like, bears are like, I got to get yeah, another they layer the, of bubber on They me. all sleep in a big nest uh, together. Oh, <laughs> God. No! Oh, I think they're like running a racket with these, and you know, yeah. Here, flipping okay. them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's forget about what they're doing with the chips. I I want to get back to the crime itself, just at its core. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna steal something that is so cheap, because let let's say they're amazing business people and they double what these chips are worth. Okay, they're up eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. You haven't. You have committed a uh misdemeanor on Mm -hmm. school grounds Mm -hmm. and you are there every day you clearly already have some kind of rap sheet if you're gonna my okay i guess my point is this (laughs) if you're gonna commit a small crime if you want to bust a vending machine go do that at the mall and then never go back to that mall again who cares right yeah they're gonna be at the scene of the crime yeah regularly if you're gonna steal something from the school steal something valuable Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't give too many ideas (laughs) Uh, I (laughs) just think it's a funny image (laughs) like these like badasses, like, robbing a vending machine of, like, candy. They're like, oh. It's very quaint, isn't it? <laughs> we're gonna steal these <laughs> Snickers. Um, I don't know. Also, like, I guess this was before, like, schools were decked out with cameras because I feel like nowadays you could absolutely not get away with this. Oh, uh, well, what if there's cameras in the whole school, but this is in the very seedy, uh, hallway? Well, <laughs> well, this is probably where Paige's Locker used to be. This is where Paige's Locker, the, the <laughs> um, underfunded hallway. Yeah, 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 the the, the redlined hallway yeah. of Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> okay no this is making more sense i withdraw uh, <laughs> most of my objections <laughs> uh they're also uh this is how they get their moniker the candy bandits in degrassi fandom which you told spaces. me and i've never heard that before i think it's only on fandom spaces okay. like i think i think it might have been uh the website uh boycott the calf which was like the degrassi okay, right. parody you, you've told me about parody joke yeah yeah so i think they were maybe the ones that came up the moniker but um i definitely heard it have heard it elsewhere Um, okay. So the candy bandits are stealing candy and Jay pays Sean off with a candy bar to keep him quiet. Yeah. And I don't mind that moment specifically. It's pretty funny. I'm I'm fine with that moment. It's just the crime itself is a real problem for me. (laughs) What candy bar would it take to keep you hush hush? You know what I think is a really underrated candy bar is the hundred thousand dollars, the hundred grand. Oh, okay. It's, like, because it's got caramel and it's got the, um, sort of crunchy, like, Nestle Crunch bar on the outside, the Krispies. Mm. I think it's good. I... Also, the, um, Reese's Fast Break. Oh, those. N- nougat those... and, ch- and right. peanut butter really good. Oh, I don't think I've ever had one of those. Those That's are delicious. my two, those are my two favorite deep cuts. If you want to try a new candy bar, give one of those a try. I... I'm a huge fan of paydays, actually, and... Now, is that is that pecans or that's cashews? Pe- peanuts. peanuts. Peanuts over, a, like, a caramel core. Oh, that sounds uh, good. It's delicious. Uh, people say I'm, like, an old man because I love paydays. That like, seems like well, an old man candy, but those are all it, good it, ingredients. No, so. it's... I mean, that's a winning combination. I'm like, you can't go wrong. Uh, I also do love... Um, I feel like they're gross, maybe, but, like, I kind of love a Three Musketeers. No, I like them. I lo- The pillowy... It's so it's, simple. Is it, yeah. what, is it nougat? What is it? Is it nougat? I don't know. Is it the pillowy... Yeah, Fluffy. Can, yeah. Oh, oh, fluff. I remember the commercials where they're like, oh, talking about the pillows of chocolate or like nougat or whatever it is. And I was like, oh, that sounds so good. I want a um, candy bar. So <laughs> okay, I already so... had a sweet tooth before you came over um, and now I'm going to like leave this and go buy candy Well, go because of you. Go hit up Jay. <laughs> 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 what?
1: Five dollars for a candy bar? Well, I guess I got to pay it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so later, Sean meets up with Emma, but then Snake arrives to deliver some bad news her mom is stuck at the salon, so Emma has to come home to watch baby Jack. Oh, I forgot that she cuts hair. I was like, why is she just hanging out and getting her hair done? Oh, right. She's working. <laughs> never mind. Never no, mind. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, she's not, like, just getting her hair done. Um, and Sean's like, this fucking sucks, man. What the fuck? What are going to get my dick wet? Your parents suck. Why don't uh. you just hire a fucking babysitter? What you want to make out? What <laughs> the fuck are do you doing? <laughs> Oh. Uh, I do think he brings up a valid point. Why not just hire a fucking babysitter? They're strapped for cash. Uh, Wait, Canadian healthcare system. Maybe they're not. I, <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. Are there copays in Canada? Are they paying all the copays? I mean, why couldn't they just get Joey to watch the baby for a night? Yeah. Seriously. They have friends. I agree actually. Yeah. Come on. Uh, But whatever. So m- meanwhile, in our B plot, uh, which is a very light B-plot. Uh, I feel like there's like three scenes total. This is why I hate this fucking episode. This is, I think, maybe the main reason I hate Toby, is this episode. This? This is the most... Oh, yeah. F- yeah. Vile, disgusting... <laughs> oh, my God. I hate him. All right. Okay, calm I down. Hate him. Calm down, hyperbole. Uh... I hate him. Okay, so... At the... I think about it all the time. I hate him. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so, at the inaugural meeting of the Rooks and Knights Society, I hate him! I hate him! We <laughs> don't know that he came up with Why a name. Why do you expect any? Of course he did. Probably Of did. course he did. I, Kendra Kendra would not pick that name. Oh, Kendra see, would pick oh, a good I name. I could see Kendra picking Kendra that. Kendra would pick a good name. I could see Nadia picking that. Kendra would make a I could a see pun. Liberty. Liberty would pick that name. Literally call it Castle Crashers. Make it hey. fun. Make brand. I like that. Chess is a tough sell. You gotta brand it like it's I, cool. No, it's, the warlord. They know it's not cool, and I like that. I like the name. I think it's nice. The or feudal nice society. The feudal chieftains. Something it sounds like cool. it sounds like a gentleman's club or something. I, I, I it. love it. I, I love it. it. um Okay, so JT is nowhere to be found at this meeting. um But as it turns out, he's hanging out with Paige and the cool kids. So Toby tries to flag him down, but JT ignores him. Here's the other thing I want to say. I'm not saying chess is a a thing that bad people... I'm not being a JT. I'm not saying chess is for squares. I used to play chess before school. I love chess. I loved chess. I used to get to school early to play a couple of games of chess in the library before Mm -hmm. I had to go to first period. Mm -hmm. I used to do that. I just wouldn't go in there and be like, hello, my fellow rooks and knights. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because well, you hate fun, obviously. I, I um, hate Toby so much. Let's continue. Um, uh, Yeah, I love chess. Uh, And then we also... Chess is fun. Chess, <laughs> is very, <laughs> chess is very fun. I really... I'm on the market for a good chess board now. I want, okay, like, a I'll keep pretty, like, out. wooden one, you know? Ooh. Um, so we also finally get an appearance from Kendra in this episode. Kendra's yes. back. Is... Is this the last time? <laughs> no, no, okay. not yet. We're not there yet. Um, it's Nadia's last time. Nadia, <laughs>
1: yeah, this is Na- last time. Nadia
0: is here too for the first time this season and her last time ever. <laughs> She's in the opening credits. <laughs> Barely, yeah, yeah. They're gonna like, just zoom she, right past that. Oh, that's sad. I'm gonna miss Nadia. Well, I guess since we're saying goodbye to her, let's just take a moment to think about wolves mm. and all all that we learned about how how much they are probably our friends. They are our friends. Yeah. Thanks, so everybody, thanks. go go hug a wolf. <laughs> Next, what what happened? Go stream Balto on. <laughs> Where Wait, are is we Balto even... a wolf? I thought he was a husky. No, he's well, he's half dog, half wolf. Oh. that's the whole thing. He's a he's a interspecies mutt. Whoa, okay, yeah. mixed race representation. Uh-huh, I love it. Uh huh. Okay. I used to love that movie when I was a kid. I do not know if it holds up. <laughs> I, it was one of those non Disney ones, right? right yeah, so it's one of those ones that's like. People thought it was Disney because it was animated, but it's like, no. But isn't it the same studio as Anastasia? Everyone likes that movie. I think it's the same studio as The Land Before Time. Oh, well, those a- movies are garbage, Mama. The first one is Of course it is. Of course it is. And the following ones are of varying quality. And I owned all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I owned... All of them. Okay. Okay. Well, um, so, let's table okay. that. <laughs> we will do a full binge of the Land Before Time movies <laughs> gonna, later. We'll do a Balto Land Before Time a double feature. <laughs> Patreon only. <laughs> Tune in. So, later on in shop class, Sean sees Jay giving him a really intense death glare that's, like, uh, wild. Oh, it's yeah. Like, do you want to have sex I, with him? I What's saw a guy on? looking at me like that at the Eagle the other day. Yeah, and he wanted to fuck you, right? I think I think he wanted to fight me. Oh, yeah, or that. The other, it's, the the eagle, other it's the eagle. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking or fighting. Yeah. One of them's going to go down, you know. Yeah. But you don't know which. <laughs> so Sean walks over and helps them with their shop project, which something, something, car, something, something, injector line, something, In, something, uh, I don't uh, know. Oof. I don't know, car things. I don't, even, I don't even want to talk about it because I don't know anything about cars, but I will say it seemed like the writer of this episode knew. Also, not that much about cards, so that's that's all I have to say. I don't know. I can't speak on this because I don't. I, I you know how I identify cars? I'm like that one's red and that one's blue. <laughs> <I'm> I like- <laughs> I just don't think. I just know it seems fake. It's gobbledygook. I don't believe it. Uh, I don't know. Apparently bailing on Emma, though, for shop class uh, the entire season did pay off for him because he's really good at shop. So he's good at shop. I'm glad, you know, you know, maybe he knows righty tighty lefty Lucy, which, wow, that's a real insider tip there. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm saying the guy who wrote this episode. And something about an injector line. I feel like that's real. (laughs) I believe it. How is Jay in the carburetor? In, how is Jay in the, the middle engine? of shop class? It's presumably the middle of the school year at this point. And he still doesn't know righty tidy, lefty Lucy. Do you well, know they're not the smartest, you know, kids? I know. But his whole thing is he's like a badass, like cool guy. Wouldn't he know how to. And he has an interest in cars. He literally doesn't know righty tidy, lefty Lucy. I thought that was wild. I don't know, maybe it was sort of like a like an esoteric part of the car that they were dealing with. I don't know. I don't know how cars work. Ugh. <sighs> Let's just power through this, because I hate this episode and I want to talk about the next one. Okay, right, so <laughs> later in math class, Principal Radich asks to speak to Sean and interrogates him about the vending machine incident. The Mm -hmm. vending machine that was broken into by the Candy Bandits. And it was in Sean's hallway. It was Sean's hallway. (laughs) The only only person Uh, in that hallway, so I'm going to go ask Sean. (laughs) And Sean gets defensive and lashes out at him and, you know, blames him. He's like, you know, oh, it's because I'm poor, isn't it? Um which does not exactly help erase his suspicion, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah. Great poker face, by the way, Sean. Yeah, you really handled that Yeah, well. what do you want from me, huh? Huh, huh, I wasn't <laughs> <Yeah>. there, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, so Sean then confronts Jay about the vending machine ordeal, and a fight breaks out between the two of them, and Sean kind of curb stomps him, TBH. Oh, yeah, Jay didn't stand a chance. I want to talk, a- let's talk about Jay for a second, mm-hmm. based on this moment and some of the other things we've seen. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel like jay's a rich kid who's like fronting as like a poor oh really yeah because like it i'm from uh the suburbs of seattle as i've said many times before um on the way to seattle from my suburb there's a place called mercer island it's the last place that you hit before you get to the other side of the water where seattle is Mm. and that is a very very rich island full of rich kids and sometimes you find out this like boy who like thinks he's tough or like spends all day like spanging on the streets. He's just a Mercer Island boy and he's going to drive home and sleep at his parents' house later. So you're suggesting that Jay is a Mercer Island boy. I think Jay is kind of a Mercer Island boy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I do think he does not. I think he's, um, lower class, but I think he's stealing for the thrill of it. <laughs> I think right. he's I think he's an adrenaline. I don't junkie. think. I don't think he's. Well, to be fair, I don't think he's flipping candy bars because he needs to. I just think that's. He, a, I guess that's more what I'm saying. It's I think not, he's not an act like, of desperation. Right. He's just being a no. I yeah exactly. Maybe he's not a Mercer Island kid. Maybe he's middle class. Yeah. Know? I think that's more what I mean. Right. I'm sure he's like you know probably like not too far removed from white trash but i don't think he's like you know i mean he has a car so like that's something i know and that's that's actually a huge thing he's not even a senior and he has a a car in high school to me that conveys some level of privilege and it's like car driving privilege yes yeah, even like okay let's just say he's riding dirty and he's not paying insurance on it Mm. you still had to buy a car or obtain it somehow like, I mean, maybe it's, yeah. I you have know. to pay for gas. Gas is expensive even back then. Like, how is he, where's this money coming from? From <laughs> flipping the candy bars. Keep up. Uh, let's keep going. So, that's my meta commentary on Jack. So, Sean, like, beats the shit out of him. Uh, not really. He, it's like he pops him in the face. Um, he's got a split he, lip. He gets a good one on yeah. him. And, uh, but then Mr. Armstrong breaks up the fight, but when they're in the principal's office, Jay realizes that Sean is the one who deafened that kid in Wasega. This is Sean's Important lore for those yeah. of you who have forgotten. Yeah, and I, I believe this is the first time they pronounce it sega Beach because every time before this they said Wasaga. No, they didn't. yes they did. No, you don't remember did. talking about no, this? No, they did it did We they... talked about it. In no, a previous they did. They said Wasaga. Yes. It's always Wasaga. It's always Wasaga except for the first three times they I say don't it. They say Wasaga. I don't remember that. I'll show you later. All right. <laughs> I'll hold you to it. So, <laughs> anyway, so they bond over uh, Deafening Me This <laughs> Kid. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty funny story. <laughs> <laughs> it is, admittedly, hilarious. Um, So, meanwhile, in our absolute nothing of a subplot, we are treated to a dream sequence in which JT is lounging by a pool and is served a tropical drink by Liberty Van Zant as an R&B song soundtracks the whole thing. And then Liberty disrobes and jumps into the swimming pool, splashing JT with water. And then he wakes up and finds that he's just his pants. hmm. Um, yeah. and this- in Toby's bunk bed. No, less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uncomfortable to watch as an adult. Uh, I will comment on it. I guess this was as sort of saucy as they could get for like a depiction of a wet dream. Yeah. Um, But it does seem like he has a very specific fetish, just like based off this information we've seen. Seems like he has like, uh, I want to be served a mojito and then I would like you to splish splash around for me. I mean, it seems like what like a 12 (laughs) year old thinks is erotic is like, oh yeah, like being at the beach and (laughs) tropical, you know, like, right? I don't know. Um, I have never had a wet dream, so I don't. (laughs) I also have not. It's like, and people talk about it as though it's just like everybody does. And it's like, I think, uh, I think most people probably have, I guess a lot of people have. I, I'm not one of, I'm not one of them. If you have had if you, a wet dream... If you had a wet dream, write in. Write into the Oliver Degrassi uh, Instagram. Give us every lurid detail, please. Was it about liberty? <laughs> what? Oh, no. No, don't tell us. Um, okay, so Toby finds out about this and gives him a hard time and then blackmails JT into getting Toby to join him and the cool kids at lunch or else he'll tell them I've about his said wet dream. It. I have said it before. I will say it again. Every toby's storyline is i am going to blackmail people into being my friend <laughs> and it is one of the least sympathetic goals that a character could have uh, mm-hmm. uh, and also this <laughs> is the worst plan ever mm-hmm. it's not gonna do anything <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll we'll get to it um, i like when he calls him shooter that's funny
1: i don't like it
0: that's funny I don't. His actor's very good. Jake he's not, is very good. He's not. He makes me uncomfortable. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> Hating on 14 year olds. Um. So, mm. later on... Sean approaches the candy bandits about something car related that I don't know. Something. He's nice to them. It's a nice
1: break. Something about like
0: something like it's like a, like a cool mod or something for their car. I don't know. I don't know how these things They're going to get a mod, but they yeah. can't afford it. They can't afford the mod cause it costs a lot of money and just, you know, they haven't flipped enough candy bars to pay for it yet. Ugh, so I hate this episode. Sean says he'd be willing to install it for free if they could get the hand, their hands on the parts. Mm-hmm. And just like that, He's part of the club. This montage of him joining the group is so goddamn cringe. When the four of them, they're like walking down the hallway, and all the kids like sort of like back up to the lockers, like, "Oh, the candy bandits are coming through!" A boy with a bandana. (laughs) Heavens. Okay, wait. I want to talk about what the hell is Alex doing in this scene when they're talking about the car modification? Alex is not a character yet. She's, like, doing something with her nails. Oh, I didn't catch this. Is this her background work in this episode? Is this, she, Does yeah. she say anything this episode? She has literally one line. Okay. We'll get to it. Um, okay. <laughs> and so she's, like, doing... She's, like, picking at her nails or something. I don't know. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, girl? Well, I don't know. When you're working on a car for a while, maybe you fuck up a cuticle or something. I don't know. I mean, she seems like she has like, French tips on. I was like... Oh. <laughs> work, Manny. Um, so, okay, so at lunch... Paige, Spinner, Hazel, and JT are all in the middle of playing Euchre. Have you ever played Euchre? No. I feel like I used to know how to play it. I feel like I learned it in Michigan. I think uh, our friend Grant tried to teach me and it was too confusing, so I walked away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so they're playing Euchre when Toby tries to insert himself into the game, but JT is not having it. Um, But then Toby starts rhapsodizing about wet dreams before finally you don't think to the this point. is the most annoying gross thing you've ever seen well it's just weird because okay so he's like talking about like we've all had wet dreams this right? whole speech I hate it and, and then and the fact that he thought about it for so long makes me hate him more well and then he like reveals that JT had a wet dream about liberty and this is supposed to be like you know, like a big deal and like, oh my God, JT, you you, you clown. Like it's going to ruin fool. his life. You're going to ruin his reputation. But it's like, first of all, Toby admits at the top that like, he's had wet dreams, Spinner's had wet dreams. So it's like, okay, so it doesn't seem like a very, you know, incriminating piece of information. It's also just like, if someone did that, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing to your friend? You're a little piece of shit, you little weasel. Well, even the reaction that he does get, which is like, kind of some, like, jeering from Paige. It's not really that big a deal, it seems like. It's of just, course not! Because it's cares? not, because it's not. So, but, uh, I don't know. JT is being a dick to Toby, but Toby isn't exactly ingratiating himself well, I would say. I agree. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Emma is spending her lunch leading her environmental club in cleaning the ravine. Clean the ravine. Clean the ravine. And Sean promised he'd help out, much to the chagrin of Jay. This j line chemical spill that's really cringe. What the fuck was he drinking? It was green. It just looks like Mountain Dew. it was, uh, it was like it was like it was like because Mountain Dew is sort of like a light green, right? This is yeah. like a deep, like, thick. like emerald green. <laughs> I was like, what? It, like it looks like medicine. It looks like, like or, no, no, it looks like mouthwash. Green mouthwash. Was That's Listerine, what it looks like. Yeah. yeah, it looks like Listerine. I think it's supposed to just be like a an energy drink or something. But
1: my, yeah. this is
0: again, my issue with Jay is he's so bad at being a bully and so bad at being a criminal. His whole thing is chemical spill. And then he pours like a little bit of he's soda. A troll. On he's a troll. He's like a 4chan troll, basically. He really is. Yeah. But it's just like, you just wasted your own soda. I mean, I, he probably couldn't drink much more of it without getting a cavity. So for the best. I'm telling you, he has money. <laughs> He's pouring out his soda. I don't know. That one looks like it looks like um you okay you, like like it's like looks like the same cost as like an Arizona iced tea or something. Like I feel like you get that like big. a dollar. No, I'm saying it's, it's a like a liter. It's one of those things. It's like it's like a dollar. We used to get these in college where it was like um brisk like oh, lemonade yeah. that was like not really lemonade because it's like
1: right.
0: n- like is there any juice in this at yeah. all? Uh, <laughs> it looked like that. Um, so I'm sure it was like a dollar at like a gas station. So. I think, if anything, there's probably booze in it, and you've just poured out some of your booze, which, even if you're a criminal, I'm sure is kind of annoying to obtain, you know? Oh, he wouldn't pour it out if there were booze in it. Which is why it's stupid. I hated this part. What booze would you mix with Listerine? <laughs> it's
1: not Listerine. <laughs>
0: that he put Jack Daniels in there, uh, which is giving it this uh, this darker, thicker uh, texture. Okay, so Sean <laughs> reluctantly joins Emma in cleaning cleaning the ravine, and then they take a quick makeout break but then they're interrupted by kendra getting a lot of screen time in this episode good for kendra go kendra um and this embarrasses emma and then this causes a schism between her and sean and he has a little hissy fit about how she's so uptight and doesn't want to do anything this scene was very poorly written emma i mean we can all agree that sean is being like a total dick in this yeah in this scene and i think there was a way to write this that didn't make him seem like he was just being a baby yeah like sean does have needs that aren't being met there's a way to write that in a way that kind of makes you root for him and kind of makes you say i get why he would go with these other kids well and and, this was not that scene this scene was like he literally just like stops in the middle of a sentence he says yeah i know and that's the end of the argument or what? what is it? Yeah, I heard. I, I forgot. But it's so like, stupid. It's, I don't know. It's poorly paced. There's logic jumps. I hate all of it. So it's like, there's a version of this that makes sense where it's like, because Sean has always sort of felt like an outsider in like the smart, you know, grade nine. They're now they're now freshmen. So in like, you know, the Toby, JT, Emma, Manny friend group, he's always felt like an outsider and like he doesn't really belong with them because he does come from a very different background. And it's like, so I understand like him having sort of some like kind of allegiance with these people who like come from similar backgrounds as him. It's like, that's kind of compelling. He like, feels think, like he has more. I, I think Jay has more money than him. Well, maybe more. <laughs> that's but. my, that's just my theory. That's my theory. But like, you know, it's like, it's like oh, that like makes sense. It's just how they get to that point is kind of ridiculous. And like this scene is like the worst. Cause it's like, he's this just is being the worst scene. a dick to it, Emma. And it's such an important moment, you know, this is a a big change, like, we've only known Sean as Emma's love interest, Mm -hmm. that isn't really true anymore after this episode, and it all hinges on this very poorly written scene, where the characters' motivations are just really paper thin. Well, it's also just sucks that, like, we haven't really had much time with these characters before this episode, like, this season. That's true. Because, like obviously like in past seasons there was a lot of time paid to the sean emma relationship but like this this season it's just been like sorry gotta go to shop class every time emma needs me (laughs) and now we're breaking up because oh i need emma and so it's just like bad not not a good look so what happens so okay so later on in shop class jay tells sean that he's found a way to pay for the cap back system i don't i don't know what it is i don't know know, something car this is all fast and the furious bullshit this was the exact time of fast and the furious one and all this car bullshit was so annoying boys were like tricking out their cars in the suburbs where i was from like a very annoying time for car enthusiasts (laughs) gearheads yes Uh, (laughs) and so they somehow break into the media emergence lab it doesn't even seem like it's locked it doesn't seem like it's locked. And later, Snake says he thought he locked it. But I would just assume all the school doors would be locked at night. Right. Like, automatically. I don't think teachers... Do teachers need to lock their doors? Um, Plus, I would assume the janitor is coming through and tidying things up and probably locking it on his way out. Right, now. exactly. So it's just like... I'm like, this is a computer lab. Like, this is the most valuable yeah. room in the school. And you haven't locked it? Very weird. Very weird. Um. But so, just as Jay is trying to swipe a keyboard... Sean suggests stealing Snake's new Alienware laptop. <gasps> Which is pointless because the resale value on that is not going to be high. And if you're going to steal... I don't just- do And brand new laptop? I don't know. I just feel like it's... They could it... at least get 500 bucks from that. Sure. Okay, fine. Sure. And they only needed 200 I think. Okay, so... sure. Fine. Um. Also, this is where Sean just really loses it. Because he's stealing from a cancer patient. Is this... Because we just had a face turn with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Is this our first t- full heel, heel turn for Sean, or for anyone? For anyone in the show. So I far. mean, kind of. Yeah. 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 Um. So I don't know. Real nice work, Sean. I mean, stealing from a cancer patient who's also like been something of a father figure. in the past like. You know, Snake is certainly trying. You'd to rather take... be there than at your own house. So yeah, sorry. exactly. So it's like, fuck you, Sean. You yeah, suck. It's, it's pretty shitty. And although I, I think the way we got there was not earned. Yeah, which is why this episode sucks. Yeah, although Snake leaving his laptop there overnight, also, what the fuck is that about? That's why also... wouldn't he take his laptop home with him? How's it's... he gonna play Civ Five? <laughs> That's pretty dumb. <laughs> Um, let's just talk about these two last wrap up scenes. Cause okay. I, I hate this. So the next day, Sean, uh, Emma tries to make amends with Sean, but Sean is being a big old baby and he's like, I got nothing to say to you. And Alex, even, and then Alex in her one line in this episode, Alex jokes about, uh, Emma being flat as a board. Oh, yeah, she really is flat as a boar. She really is flat as a boar. Very Judy uh, from Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, <laughs> if you know, Real you know. Carpenter's dream. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, yes. So, fuck Sean. Um, so, okay, wrapping things up, JT tells Toby that he's his friend, but he'll never be friends with Paige and company. And that's it. That's it. That's literally all, that's Well, no, because there's a very important moment right after that where uh, JT follows Toby inside and says, oh, oh, let's get lunch tomorrow. Right. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. He's like, but
1: we can still, we're still friends, though.
0: Um, so, I mean, I guess it's kind of true to form, like, you know, a lot of people don't end up becoming, like, a lot of friend groups don't integrate, and, you know, Toby's clearly not meant to be friends with Paige and them. I would, if Toby was my friend, I would not take him anywhere. I would be like, we really need to isolate this. (laughs) I don't think you would be friends with Toby. I agree. Uh, So, Emma checks in on Snake, who's distraught that he lost his laptop, which is, you know, honestly kind of on him for leaving it in class overnight. Like, what? What are you doing? So, but Emma seems to know that Sean took it. Just by the way that the, you know, camera's framed and the way she (laughs) says, I don't think you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is. wasn't stolen. Maybe yeah. You know, no, I, I don't think you lost it or something. Uh, how do you think she knew? She um, has ghost whisper powers, <laughs> and she's uh, gonna start solving crimes. <laughs> she's related to Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yep. Um, <laughs> ghost whisper uh, Canadian the, seems like it might be the uh, famously not flat as a board. Jennifer, Love no, Love-Hewitt. absolutely not. Um, so does this episode go there? no no i mean no 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 the depiction of crime is so funny (laughs) so no (laughs) petty crime in this episode is very funny um yeah not not we, we didn't like this episode right it's also a bad episode yeah it's not good um so that's the end that's the end we're gonna take a break and then talk about a good episode see you in a second season three episode seven good episode should i stay or should i go good song named after the named after the great song by the clash should i stay or should i go now should i stay or should i go now great song not my favorite clash song but a good breakaway hit yeah just a great like catchy punk song yeah honestly um and famously um how will got out of the upside down wait really but yeah that's that's how it, i forgot that <laughs> show is always like any netflix show i'm just like that was a blur to me and like what happened you know i watched them all recently and i think it's a good show i don't my hot take happened. is stranger things is good i never finished season four honestly i liked it uh I mean I'm I I like what it did for Kate Bush. We're so far behind. We uh, need to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> okay, so when are we gonna get the Kate Bush episode? I would like um, that. Um <laughs> okay, so we open with Craig and Ashley getting busy in her bed, mm-hmm. but Ashley stops him before things go too far. And so she then confesses her love <coughs> for Craig, but he isn't able to say it back. Which, which... She says, I love you, the the big three
1: the the Yep. Yeah
0: yeah three three big words yes that's what it's called that's right that you can't count mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
1: uh,
0: and what he says back to her is uh uh no i don't like you you smell um because <laughs> he's joking which I, I thought was funny i thought it was uh, pretty funny uh i mean jake epstein's very good at Delivering jokes. Oh, Jake um, Epstein. If if that was a boy, you know, at my high school, he could probably say whatever dumb shit, right? He'd just be like, oh, okay. He's swoon, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, Ashley is not amused by this, uh, and this causes some tension between the two of them. So, at school, Craig goes to Spinner of all people. He goes to Spinner for Great sex advice. To lives. get advice from. Well, did you notice there's this line when we are introduced to Spinner, and it's like a weird exposition line because we. We can't forget that the shaving of the head got them the cheer outfits. We, we got to remember that that happened. So Paige has a very funny exposition line. So are you sure you don't mind helping Manny and I move the new cheer supplies, honeybee? That is Paige's first line in this episode.
1: Oh, I don't mind
0: it. That is an insane thing to say. I guess so. But I like that. Like They've it- already had a conversation about it. Why is she late? You would say, so are you sure you don't mind helping me, babe? <laughs> Why would you say all that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I do. Again, it's obviously like sort of demonstrating um, Spinner's sort of subservient nature to Paige, um, which. Bad line. Maybe so. That's all. Maybe you needed This is a good na- episode. Another. another I just got to point out the bad lines when they come up as a shit line. Uh, Rewrite it in the past. Spinner is a grassy also- writer. <laughs> Spinner is also still homophobic. Yeah, yep, um, but he's working on it? Question mark. I don't uh, know. Uh, so, he's saying anti-homophobic affirmations you know, prog- to himself, perhaps. Progress isn't linear. Um, so there's also some sort of nondescript fundraiser going on at Degrassi to raise money, and so they're sending roseagrams rosagrams yeah this seems like a strictly valentine's day things to do and yeah. we're like in october or something so <laughs> yeah. i'm like why why rosagrams well you know there's the uh annual october rose harvest that everyone does <laughs> so there's just a lot of extra roses oh uh, yeah <laughs> they're just like well we got all these roses what are we gonna do <laughs> um so marco suggests that craig send one to ashley to show her how he really feels and Craig is like, you know what I'll do? I'll send a dozen. Because that's how love works. The more roses you send, the, mm-hmm. the more you love someone. Yeah, I've seen The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They get the most roses. I've actually never seen The Bachelor. I've seen one episode of The Bachelor. Oh my god, <laughs> I love The Bachelor. I love it. That's who's like... your favorite Bachelor? Oh, who was my favorite? Um, The one who's the most normal, which is like, every. they all seem like... You don't know boring. his name? No, I don't remember. Okay. And I, this is not an interesting, like, no, questioning. No, <laughs> no. It's the women that I'm here for, not the men. Who's your favorite bachelorette? Okay, there's one named Charlene Joint. Charlene Joint, if you're listening, hey, how are you? Is she Canadian? Uh, she is Canadian! Yes! She is Canadian! Yes! Um, we brought it back. That's right. <laughs> so this tangent is totally valid. Um, no, Charlene Joint, she was an opera singer. She is an opera singer. And so she was on the show, and she was just like, The first, like, normal human being, and and I'm not saying there haven't been normal people, but just like when they're on a television show, obviously people try to produce themselves, and it's like I get why. But she was the first person who just really truly seemed like Eddie's and like actually maybe not Eddie's, and that would made her that's what made her seem normal that she was like, Oh, I am on TV, and like this is kind of like who's acting like a person who hasn't rehearsed to be on TV would act, okay, which is you know a little awkward but also very like human and relatable. Loved her, she listed so like they had all all sorry i'm just going off right now (laughs) oh no so (laughs) for the season they had like all their bios we can cut this later (laughs) no i'm Uh, not i'm not putting any notes in here (laughs) um, so for like when they announced the cast of the bachelor they would have like their little bios and they'd be like what's your favorite book and for her favorite book, I think she says like, something by like Murakami or something. And then oh, her favorite movie artsy. she had is like Spirited Away. And I was like, she's not like the other girls. She's not like <laughs> the other bachelorettes. And her name um, was what? Charlene Joint. So if you're listening to Charlene... Um, Charlene Joint. You're, you're an icon. You're an official friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the pod, Charlene <laughs> Joint. So anyway, bringing this back... Um, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Rose. So, roses. Okay, roses. <laughs> um, well, we also see... Chris, Chris is there? Yes, and Chris is getting a rose for his baby girl Melinda. <laughs> that is what he says. And my Melinda. I'm curious because I know we meet a partner of Chris later. Is that Melinda? It's gotta be. It must be right. It's, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's a ladies man. Maybe he's got he's a couple. A, he's a player. A couple ladies. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Um, so we also find out that Spinner and Ashley are plotting a surprise sixteenth birthday party for Paige. So then Kendra comes to class. Kendra again. She's really all over. Yeah, getting her screen time. Good for her. So she's delivering the Rosa Grams. Um, And she which, says, none for you, Glenn Coco.
1: She said, she, she said, none yeah. for Glenn Coco. Um,
0: <laughs> so Paige gets one from Spinner. And Ashley gets an entire bouquet from mm-hmm. Craig. But Not, wait, is there a card on there? There is a card. What's it say? And that card says, Ash, you rock. XO. <laughs> Craig. But she does. They're in a rock band together. It's
1: cute. <laughs> but
0: Ash is not happy. She's clearly disappointed. Um do those flowers look fake to you? I they seemed fake to me. Probably. Like, Almost definitely. Scene- I, I wasn't looking for it. No, I will say the rose that we so- see in the next scene with sully and manny that one seemed real no so the single roses because Paige got a single rose and that one seemed real but ashley's bouquet seemed fake that's that makes sense so maybe i just got a prop maybe that's why she was mad she was like you got me a prop (laughs) (laughs) Um, also terry's here making her first appearance this season terry's alive seven episodes in for now (laughs) terry just really got done dirty well Do, do you think she like kicked one of the writers in the dick or something <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think it's just they're like i don't know what to do what do we do with what a fat girl? Say? what do we do with a fat girl you know yeah we already did the whole fat thing so it's like well what do we have left to do with a fat girl <laughs> you know what i'm trying to uh, say is their papo pick yes um, i think so i think you're uh, onto something okay so we also check in on manny who is still dating sully manuela santos manuela um uh, erotic not erotic exotic Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh what's the difference um so uh or should we call sully dull e sully is not exciting yeah he's the well he's he he demonstrates that he is the worst in this scene so Mm -hmm. on top of having no personality he didn't even bother to send manny a rose but offers her the rose that she sent him which he has like Which not is kind of funny. Well, it's funny in that it's like the the audacity. Yeah, and then like and also he's like clearly is like this, this like rose has seen war because it's like yeah, wilted it, in, and like falling how apart. How did it get all fucked up so fast? I don't know. <laughs> did he put it in the microwave? What happened? <laughs> um, and then he has the balls. Uh, he, has he the blows ball- her off for yeah, like a party. He blows off Ashley's party to go hang out with like the boys. Yeah. Uh, and then he slaps her ass as he walks away. Oh, he did? I missed yes. that. Yes. He likes. and it literally says, um, if you do the closed captioning on, uh, Max, not HBO Max, mm-hmm. Max, um, closed captioning, it says slaps buttocks. <laughs> uh, what a prize. Wait, the sound of the buttocks slapping is like one of the captions? It says slaps buttocks. That's very funny. Because you don't see it, but you just hear it, And she's like, and she like jumps, you know, cause it's like, you know, the move. Why would the, it the say? Force. But it's describing the sound, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it slaps her buttocks. Okay. Yeah. Because you don't see the buttocks. So you like. I know, but I don't think that the sound is telling you that it's the buttocks. I think it's her movements. Well, it slaps buttocks, though. I know, but you don't need the caption. Oh, my go God. Out. Yes, you do. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, you don't, because you don't. But anyway, uh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I just thought it was a funny detail. It is funny. Uh, I'm not saying it's not funny. Never I'm mind. Saying, I'm uh, not saying it's not funny. I'm just saying that's it's not tell, it's not the only <laughs> thing telling me. Uh, okay. So <laughs> later, Craig comes over to Ashley's place and she has a heart to heart with him and how he can't tell her how he feels. And so she suggests that in true friends fashion that they take a break. <gasps> just like Ross and Rachel. Mm-hmm. And, and we saw how that worked out for and them. And Ashley just does everything that Paige says. So she agrees to do this. So uh, what do you think of her reaction? What do you think of how Ashley's handling this? To the I to the not saying I love you back? And take, and that they should take a break because of that? Um, I almost think it's justified just because even if the end result of the break is, hey, I'm taking this too seriously, so... Mm. I need the space to recalibrate myself for your expectations. I think that's good. I don't think that's really what she's doing. That no. would be like emotionally mature. No, and I don't think that's what she's doing. She is a high schooler. So I think she's like kind of just punishing him. <laughs> right. Well, I think she's just, I, I I. I mean, it sounds like a mature thing to be like, Oh, we'll take a break. Like that's like the mature breakup. Like it's yeah. like not putting things off the table, but I don't, I don't know. Um, I like, I, I get where she's coming from, but I also feel like, she knows how damaged Craig is. Like she knows what he just went through yeah. last year. So I feel like she could stand to be a bit more patient with him. Yeah. And he is saying like, Hey, it's hard for me to he, say that. Yeah. Which is, he's expressing himself, which feels like he's basically saying, I I do feel that way. I just literally can't say it. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's just like, if it, at a certain point, like if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, like it, he, the duck loves you, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I I don't know if that metaphor makes sense, but yeah, um, (laughs) (laughs) so at band practice, we find out that Craig's band still sucks and still doesn't have a name. Yeah. Um, not yet. No, they're just playing some, there's not even lyrics. They're They're just just jamming, bopping around in there. Bopping. So Craig tells Marco about Ashley wanting to take a break and Marco insists that he has to find a way to express his feelings. Did you notice the wide shot here after Jimmy and Spinner leave? The wide shot was like really blurry. And they hold on it for like 45 seconds. Oh, really? It's really blurry. There's a lot of scenes in Degrassi where the shot just seems out of focus. So, okay. So I think <laughs> that might actually have to do with the transfer. That to, must be To it. the digital transfer. That has to be it because it looks wild. No. Yeah. No. I mean, like a lot of the times just th- through our rewatchings of this three seasons now, um, going on three seasons. Like a lot of the shots will just be sort of like out of focus. And it's like, I think it's just because of the transfer. Okay. That I makes think. sense to me. Um, Cause I don't remember watching this show and being like, this is blurry. blurry. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, I think it's just from like the analog to digital transfer. Something got lost. Okay. I buy um, that. so the next day, Craig leaves a note telling Ashley to meet him in the gym. So she finds him in the gym with his guitar. And he plays a love song he wrote for her. First of all, bad acoustics in the gym. You could send her anywhere in the school and you pick the gym. <laughs> <laughs> You're a musician. Think about it. <laughs> Should have been in a garage. Great acoustics. Well, no, just a music room. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but she's swept away by this, regardless of the bad acoustics. I mean, if a boy sang me this song. I, come on. I would. That is kryptonite. He, for... he, he would be taken care of for a while. Mm-hmm. But you know who else is swept away by this? Oh shirt? yeah, Manny walks in and it's like... Manny! <gasps> a song! Yeah. Who's <laughs> listening to the serenade and is just picturing that it's for her. Yes. Clearly. So this convinces Ashley to have sex with Craig, basically. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so she invites him to stay. Well worked on me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who wouldn't have their pants fly off? Um, so Ashley invites him to stay after the party and he is thrilled. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, there is a B-plot in this episode. Wild to remember that. Um, and you we, we thought the B-plot in the last episode was insubstantial. This one is truly just like a wisp of a B-plot. Evan, if you said, Nick, you can have $1,000 if you can explain the B-plot without looking at your notes, I would not have $1,000. What if I told you who it's about? Go ahead. Snake. Still nothing. Okay. Oh, no, wait. I remember. Yes, okay, I yes. remember. I actually have a big comment for later, so we'll get to that. Okay, you, well, you get $1,000. Okay, thank I'll, you. I'll <laughs> you. Thank uh, you. Via PayPal. Uh, oh, yeah, there it goes. It's going uh, through. <laughs> so, Snake is still going through with uh, chemotherapy. Yes. And he's taking it out on Spike. And, he's so grumpy. And Emma and basically everybody. He's basically like Harumph. Harumph. What? Harumph? Who? Harumph. What? <laughs> he's just in a bad mood. He oh. says Harumph. Is that what people do? I feel like that's what a dragon would say if he wanted you to leave his, like, lair. All right. All right, All right Grandma. Time for bed. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but Joey arrived to cheer him up and take him bowling. because mm-hmm. Nothing lifts your spirits like bowling. Well, to be fair, they they say that Snake loves bowling. Right. So this is, I guess... This it seems like a bad idea, but yeah, no, it's like it's a, it is it is you know it makes sense for of course Snake loves bowling. That seems like he would love bowling, of course. And Joey's brought matching shirts. and he shirts. can't play Civ he can't play Sid Five anymore. He can't because he lost his laptop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, matching shirts, how cute. Um, That's actually pretty cute. That's pretty cute. Uh, and Snake is reluctant. But then Spike, who's, like, clearly fed up with Snake, is like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, Put the damn shirt on, Archie. That's what she says. Put the damn shirt on, Archie. Sounds like Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) (laughs) Real just, like, breathy. (laughs) Okay, so at the bowling alley, Snake seems to be cheering up. And then in walks Wheels. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this because... So, your goal is to cheer up Snake. And in order to do that, you blindside him with a character. It, it, okay. Once you say what happened? Okay, There's so much to unpack here. So for, okay. So, first you go, of all, you we need to explain, who the fuck is Wheels? This character that we have no relationship with. But this is what I have to get into because he was in the first episode, just not the version we saw. Wheels <gasps> is in the TV movie version. And Wait, really? I believe Snake interacts with him. So, I guess the TV... Movie version is not canon. Oh, this is stuff you can find on the Degrassi wiki. And I was looking at Mm. this during our first episode when I was doing some research for it. uh, Wheels is in the TV movie version of the first episode. But he's cut out of, they had to get it down to 60 minutes. Oh, so, so this is canon, canon speaking. This is his first time on Degrassi. It has to to be. The next generation. It has to be because I was like, well, and specifically in the TV version, the one that we all watched, yeah. Snake says Wheels is like a piece of shit and like, I can't believe he did that, you know, and I'm, I hope I never see him again. So we just have to exist in that reality, right? Mm-hmm. That's the only one we can exist in. Mm-hmm. Joey knows that this is not the proper time or venue to introduce reintroduce Wheels to Snake. You know what I'm but saying? But Snake doesn't seem to have much... Ill will towards him in this. So in this are, episode. are neither versions of it canon? Like which version I, of it? Which version of Wheels is canon? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but so okay, so, I, I'm gonna have to do some okay, follow-up Well, on so this. for those of you who don't know or remember, and who could blame you, um, Wheels is a legacy character from Degrassi High, mm-hmm. who got into a drunk driving accident which killed a kid. Yeah, <laughs> and also disabled Lucy, who was in the car with him. I think that's correct. Uh, yes. Right. And that's why Lucy has a limp that she does not And do that's it why to. Lucy has a fake disability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Lucy is conning the yeah. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's collecting disability and she's like, just kidding. Um, do you think it was the same night as when Shane fell off the bridge? <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot happening. That's that why that he night. fell off because the car crashed <laughs> oh, and he was good. like,
1: whoa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm on acid. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and he does like a Wilhelm scream. He's yeah. like,
1: ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, did you see that clip of Jessica Wilde? Oh, <laughs> the Wilhelm screen, the unintentional Wilhelm like yeah. screen. That was so funny. <laughs> Pretty funny stuff. Uh, so he and Snake, wheels and Snake, do some catching up and Snake tells him. Oh my God, I forgot the most important thing. Everybody, everybody stop what you're doing. Put okay. down your note seven. Okay. Do you see those fucking bowling pins? What about them? There's five of them. <laughs> There's five. Uh-huh. They have five bowling pin bowling, and they have fucking rings around them to compensate for the fact that there's more space in between the pins, and the bowling balls, if you didn't notice, are about the size of a grapefruit. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. You didn't notice this? No, I didn't. Five pin bowling! (laughs) How many pins are there normally? Ten! Oh. I. Why are you not reacting to this? I don't know. I know. When I was watching the episode, I stopped and ran around the room and screamed. Uh, <laughs> you are ta- not bothered by this weird Canadian bowling? I'm not very familiar with bowling. You know there's ten pins. I didn't. I just asked you how many there are normally. Oh, I have to go to sleep. I'm so mad. Oh, God. Why do you not know about bowling? Oh, I don't Everybody know. Everybody who's listening, Please right into the all de Degrassi Instagram and tell Evan how fucking wild it was. when they revealed those five pin bowling <laughs> lanes. <laughs> uh, you're bothered. I am. And I, I respect, was and shocked. I, I, I acknowledge that There I was the most that. Canadian moment and I won't insert the, t- the bumper. Cause I don't want to write a timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so wheels and snake are reconnecting and snake tells him that sometimes he wishes it were all over, which is, you know, dark. And then Wheels is like, "Yeah, I get that." And Snake, in a moment of real solipsism, is like, "No, you don't." <laughs> and then Wheels is like, "Well, I did kill that kid one time, so you know, uh, maybe I do." Uh, which, like, I don't know. Like, does Snake not remember that yeah. Wheels killed a kid? I was going to make a Caitlyn Jenner joke, but, uh, I think the difference here is, uh, Wheels has empathy. Mm. (laughs) Wheels feels bad about his crime. Oh God. Uh, (laughs) so Wheels offers some pretty pat advice about like fighting on or whatever, but it seems to be what Snake needs to hear. Uh, and so later on, Snake comes home singing the Zit Remedies only song with Wheels and Joey. They're all in the car they're having a great time and it's like Pike, like like, looks out the window to see them and she like smiles and it's like everything will be okay yes um because snakes spirits have clearly been lifted by this boys night out um and wow there's a lot of bald heads on screen (laughs) well they have a bald head joke earlier yeah they do they're like i liked yeah they're like wow we're just like these like bowling pins whatever. these tiny these tiny grapefruit sized bowling balls that shock everyone except for evan (laughs) (laughs) i was unperturbed what can i say (laughs) do they not have bowling in uh kansas Kansas. (laughs) arkansas I have confusion. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> <is this> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, okay. So at Paige's surprise party, Craig tells spinner that he's going to finally score with Ashley after mm-hmm. the party. Um, and spinner handles this about as delicately as you could expect, mm-hmm. which is to say by blowing up phallic balloons in front of everyone. Now this tips off Ashley yeah. that Craig told, told spinner. spinner. <laughs> yeah, but if it were me i would be like oh spinner is doing spinner things. right that's the thing i was like how is ashley like intuiting the, like this was like very like oh writer sort of like reaching to yeah. like, connect the dots and like just figuring out like oh well she has to get mad at craig right and she has to, about this but it's like i don't know this just seems like spinner being spinner like, regardless of whatever information he's been told, I feel like Spinner's gonna blow up a penis balloon, you know? <laughs> um, so Ashley pretty quickly catches on and gets mad at Craig for telling Spinner, and is convinced that Craig doesn't really love her, and only wanted to get her in bed with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, thoughts? I think that's, uh, factually untrue. <laughs> right. I'm So, okay, well, but but we have the privilege of obviously having Craig's perspective. Sure. But, like, I don't know. What do you, like, I feel like she's overreacting, even, even regardless of what Craig's. I think, Craig's. I, I do think she's overreacting. I'm not going to hold it against her because she's raised in a, uh, shame-based society. <laughs> so, I get it. She's experiencing shame and mm. doesn't know how to deal with it. That's true. So, I'm not holding it against her. But yeah. she is wrong. I do, I feel like, I don't know, She. I feel like she kind of takes it a little too far when she's, like, writes off Craig's feelings. Yeah. Because... We know, I mean, obviously we know, but I think she had to have known, you know, that it took a lot of courage for him to express how he felt. So for her to be like, well, you didn't really mean that. Like, that's pretty shitty, right? I agree. Because it was a lot of, it took a lot of effort for him and, you know, courage. And so she's sort of just dismissing that. And I feel like that's fucking sucks. Yeah. So we're so over time, but I do, I want to bring up one really quick thing about the, uh, the background music mm -hmm. in this episode. And in general, I think there's a pretty big shift in season three. I think that they get like a new music supervisor or something because the licensed music they use is just noticeably better. There's no like horrible sad piano music while Emma's walking alone with her perm. Like they, <laughs> they pick songs that sound like songs. And that's how we got the fake Christina Milan for Emma, uh, for Manny's thong. Yeah. You know, there's a song that plays at this party that goes, I think I like it. And that song is very ingrained into my head because it played not only on Degrassi, but two other shows on the N around the same time. <laughs> so clearly the music supervisor was like localizing these other shows. And hey. Like, hey, kids really like this. I think I like it song. <laughs> and in both of those shows, and I can tell you which shows and which episodes. One was in Just Deal, which was a very, very generic show that ran for a couple seasons on the end. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other was Out There, which was an Australian show that they, I think, licensed and brought over. Mm. In both of those shows, there is a party scene where this song is playing. Really? Yes. (laughs) Oh, wow. And they all aired in the same year. Not Your Beloved, what's that one show you love? Not on RFR. Uh, okay. Radio Free Roscoe never played mm. the I Think <laughs> I Like It song. <laughs> uh we we don't know what the song is actually titled or who it's by but i tried to google it and the lyrics are too um vague oh,
1: <laughs> they're, they're too I, mean, general. It, I mean it narrows it down if you so google, much i think i like, like it. it song
0: like seven other songs come oh, up first. god <laughs> well that's thank you that's that's yeah. deep lore yeah. um, if anyone remembers um out there or just deal or 24 7 which i've never mentioned before that was a british one about kids in a dorm Message me if you remember any of these old end shows.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: What happens at the end of this episode? (laughs) Okay. So Craig storms out of the party. Yes. But luckily Manny is there to console him. Mm -hmm. So Craig takes Manny back to the garage. She's dressed like an adult. I just want to say that. So isn't she wearing sort of like a, it's a crop top, right? No, she's Uh, wearing like a pink, like business, like a business casual, like Oh, is she? She's wearing, like, I a... It's a blouse, right? but it's, like, a business casual blouse. Really? And she's, like... She's wearing these, like, sort of sensible hoops. She just looks like... I don't know. She looks like a business... Is she wearing a skirt? I can't... I can't remember... I can't speak to the lower half. Uh, <laughs> but she... Uh, like, waist up, she looks like a business lady. Huh. <laughs> uh, it's okay. So, Manny... Uh, so Craig takes Manny back to the garage and he plays her the song that he wrote for Ashley. Well, he starts The play. opening, he starts like the opening chords. And um, she's like, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. She's like, all right. <laughs> um, so it's not long before she kisses him and then they have sex. <gasps> On my... Both- on my Degrassi show? In front of my salad? <laughs> <laughs> they fully have sex in front of our salad. Uh, both of them for yeah. the first time. This is our first full-on penetrative sexual encounter. On... <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know all the mechanics of what happened. But, oh, wait, do we? <gasps> because of the thing later? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah or is that a different time? No, oh, I think this is.
1: <gasps> really? Yes. We just
0: saw that happen? Yes. <gasps> yes. Y'all stuff's up this this is stuff's, why stuff's brewing this is why Drama. i was excited for this episode i don't think it's a perfect episode but i do think we're getting into like the real good soap opera. we're putting opera. the tracks down yeah we're getting into the soap opera like uh shocking twists and like relationships at play like it, we're getting into the good stuff yeah this is just the beginning of like a very long arc for all of these characters yes really. so at school uh manny is thrilled by their little dalliance but uh craig is i must have left you a zillion messages oh i missed you and Uh, i'm just like oh honestly that's like the beginning of a horror movie (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it sounds like my you know entire adolescent (laughs) uh, were you manny or craig i was manny oh i was the manny come on i I tried to not be but like in my head i was the manny like i was the one who was like i left you message why didn't you (laughs) um, So Craig is a little bit confused about the whole thing. Uh, But then Ashley enters the scene to speak with Craig in private. And so she apologizes and tells him that she overreacted and that she loves him. And Craig, finally, finally, he tells her, he loves her too while looking while over looking her over shoulder at Manny who's crying, who's watching in agony. Oh, it's the best. It's that, so good. It's so fucking good. This is fucking good shit. This is why we watch the and he can only tell her that those words after he's like betray, you know, betrayed her or and whatever. It's such a believable situation. Like it's, it's very TV drama, but it feels naturally realized unlike, yeah, unlike that Sean Emma stuff <laughs> this feels earned I like this uh and Manny's reaction is like you know it's pretty heartbreaking right it's great like ugh and what we're feel for her as you said we're just at the beginning of this whole dynamic and that's all I have to mm-hmm. say about it mhm uh so does this episode go there hell yeah hell yeah it's it great went, <laughs> it went all the way to the home base even the B plot which I again forgot about kinda went there yeah <laughs> Well, five pin bowling—that's I... <laughs> that's fucking going there if anything else is. Uh, what did you learn today? Yeah, let's get in front of the class. Let's share. Um, I'm I'm happy to share what I learned today. What I learned today, Evan, is that they do not have bowling alleys in Arkansas. That's not true. That's what I learned. You <laughs> don't get to tell me what that... I. You don't get to tell me what I learned.
1: (laughs) That's what I learned. Okay. What did did you you learn? Okay. Well, (laughs) what I
0: learned is that this bowling scene really upset you. It was shocking. I'm still like, I'm so pent up because like pulling back the curtain, we recorded this like, we tried to record this episode like two weeks ago and I have been sitting on this bowling thing for that entire time and your reaction was just full nooch and I feel (laughs) gaslit and i need to have a cigarette i don't smoke cigarettes but right now <laughs> i want one i'm sorry it's okay i love you <laughs> um well thank you so much you didn't say it back in. wow Pulling a oh, Craig. Pulling oh, a Craig. i don't know how to say it <laughs> i've been through too much i'm damaged that's the end of this episode but my dad died <laughs> no, my God,
1: we're done we're done
0: End oh, episode God. come back next week okay thank you so much for tuning in um Until next time, uh, this is all about Degrassi. All about Degrassi. Had a wet dream. If you had a wet dream, write in. Right into the Oliver
1: Degrassi uh, Instagram. Give us every lurid detail, please. Why would you say all that?